What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are at in the world today. Here in West Michigan, it is Monday, July 25, uh, 25th, 2022. So good morning. Glad to have you all here. I hope the weekend treated you well. I hope uh, it was a good and safe weekend. And uh, for those of you that uh, were in Michigan, if you went through some of those storms that we had uh, a couple nights ago, uh, hopefully your power is restored by now. Ours was out for about, eh, I think about 11, 10, 11 hours, about 10 hours, I think, roughly. Not too terribly long. I think I've seen power out longer than that in some in some cases in the past. I think we've had power that has been out sometimes, uh, not for me, but uh, I've heard, you know, because in, here in Michigan, with with Lake Michigan being right here, I mean, a lot of people, they hear the word lake. If you're not from Michigan, you don't really understand the full power of Lake Michigan or, or the other four lakes for that matter. You know, the great lakes are no different than an ocean. They carry a lot of power behind them. And uh, when storms come off that lake, we have what's called straight line winds. Straight line winds are very, very dangerous. It's no different than hurricane force winds. Um, except it just comes, um, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but in some time, in some cases, yeah, it can come out of nowhere. Uh, when a storm is, you know, raging across the lake. And uh, yeah, sometimes these straight line winds can just wreak destruction on the lakeshore. And uh, there's been some places in Michigan uh, in the past, since I've been living here, that I have recalled that uh, power has been out in some cases for almost up to two weeks. And so, yeah, it could be, it could pretty, you know, be pretty, pretty devastating, you know, for Michiganders. But, you know, you some of you down in, you know, in Louisiana or Florida, you guys might be like, it's nothing. <laughs> and you're probably right. You know, if you guys are used to hurricanes and stuff like that and power being out, probably even for longer than that. But I tell you, for Michigan, that's a that's a big deal. That's a very big deal, um, especially, you know, power goes out in the wintertime. I mean, at least when you're down south, power can go out. Yeah, you might go through the, you know, the, the discomfort of being warm and hot, depending on the time of year, right? Because the AC is not working. You don't have fans to blow on you. But, you know, you get power that you lose power in the middle of winter. And we've had that happen a couple of occasions where my wife, you know, had to go, you know, I think to my mother-in-law's where she had still had power, you know, to stay warm. Because when you lose power in a, in a wintertime, you know, you kind of need heat, you know, and mostly most people can survive heat, you know, in a summer when, when power is out. Yeah, it's going to be discomforting, but you're not going to die of it as long as you, you know, stay sufficiently 
uh, hydrated. But wintertime, you know, you lose heat. You know, that's a, that's a dangerous situation that can, that, that can turn deadly very quickly. And so, yeah, I'm very super thankful for God that he, uh, he, uh, you know, pressed it upon our hearts to get a generator when we first built our house, because we've been out of power enough times in our apartment complex that I said, I said, I will never, I never want to go through this stress again. And we are going to make sure that our house has a generator hooked up directly to the house so we can you know, have all components be able to work. We got something that was large enough that the whole thing can operate. And uh, tell you what, we were the only house that was able to sleep through that night when the power went out that wasn't sweating because it was a very hot and muggy night that night too, on top of all of that. So while everybody else was sweating and suffering from heat and the deafening silence of hearing their spouses snore or other weird sounds that come out of a body at night sometimes un uh, unknowingly we were sleeping just fine and that's not to boast but i keep i kept telling my neighbors i said you guys really should be getting a generator i'm telling you get a generator it's not a whole lot of money you get a decent little craftsman you know five six thousand um you know um i can't even think of the name now you know what, what i'm thinking of but you know you get a generator large enough to um uh, to operate your whole house. Ours, I think is like 5,500, I want to say. And, um, and it powers the whole house just fine. For some reason, I have to look this up because for some reason, the metrics are, are, are escaping me, uh, of what I want to say. Let's say is watts excuse me watts i don't know why i was having such a hard time figuring that out or, you know trying to remember that but yeah you know you can go buy yourself a you know uh, a five thousand you know if you have a decent sized house as long as you're not running like a you know like a plasma cutter in your garage or something like that or some sort of you know electric arc welder you know you should be fine with about a five thousand to six thousand watt generator you know, and you could pick one up, a decent one, for about, I don't know, you could probably pick one up for about anywhere between four and six, seven hundred bucks. And then you have an electrician come out to hardwire it in your house. I mean, and, and, you know, and that's, and that's on the low end. I mean, yeah, it can get more expensive than that, but you might be thinking, well, Jason, that's pretty expensive already. You know, you're talking fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars Well, sure. But at the expense of what, you know, do if you live in an area where power goes out quite frequently, do you, that might be a very good investment because then not only will you have to, you have the peace of mind that, you know, you'll be able to live comfortably when power goes out, but you'll know that your food and your freezer and your refrigerator won't go out. You know that, you know, it's just, you have a certain level of peace that comes with it, that if a storm comes, yeah, you'll be able to still live mostly somewhat comfortable yeah you got to go through the inconvenience of starting it up and getting it going but you know it takes only a minute or two unless you're fancy and you spend 10 grand on a system that runs on natural gas and the minute the power goes out it automatically switches you know a relay switches and it turns you to the natural gas and turns on the generator for you and uh you don't have to worry about doing a darn thing but that's a lot of money Maybe one day we'll do that, but uh, that was not in the budget for us. But I digress. Today we're going to be reading here at one well, here at at one percent with him at his hard line is we're going to be reading out of the book of Psalm Psalm one hundred three. 
And today I'm going to be reading out of the NASB version of the Bible. Like I said, I always bounce back and forth from NASB to the NABRE, the New American Bible Revised Edition. That's the one that is, you know, based off the Hebrews version, which has the seven extra books. So it has the 66 plus the seven, which makes 73 books, which every once in a while, I'm going to dig into one of those seven books because there is still a lot of wisdom in those books, even though it's not in the typical Protestant Bible. And remember, like I have always said, and I haven't said this in a while, remember, if you're new and you're listening to this, I am not an ordained minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a priest. I'm not a Bible scholar, nor am I a Bible expert. I am just a man who does his absolute best to walk in the footsteps of Christ, understand God's word. So I try to do um, a Bible reading every single day, spend at least 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior, and spend a little time in prayer. That's why it's called 1% with Him, because 1% of our time in a single day, which is 24 hours, is about 15 minutes. So I always encourage everybody to spend at least 1% of your day in prayer and reading at least one chapter out of the Bible. And you'd be amazed at what kind of transformation will occur from that. So it reads chapter 103 out of the New American Standard Bible. It says, Bless the Lord my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord my soul and do not forget any of his benefits. Who pardons all your guilt? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit? Who crowns you? with favor and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the sons of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always contend with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our guilty deeds. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As for as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our wrongdoings from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our form. He is mindful that we are nothing but dust. As for man, his days are like grass, like a flower in the field. So he flourishes when the wind had pa- has passed over it. It is no more. And its place no longer knows about it. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting for those who fear him and his justice to the children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember his precepts so as to do them. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules over all. Bless the Lord, your, you, his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you, his angels, you who serve him, doing his will. Bless the Lord, all you works of his, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, my soul. And so as we read, as we read through this a little bit, you know, it's David begins Psalm 103 by 
calling upon his soul and his whole being to be blessed, to bless the Lord and to remember all the benefits that he provides. And all these blessings that David had experienced within his own life. And he listed some of these benefits and some of them are forgiveness and restored health and satisfaction, renewed energy, deliverance, and love. And David recalls the Lord's righteous deeds and justice, and he showed Moses his way and performed mighty acts on behalf of Israel. And so David assures his readers that the Lord is merciful, merciful, gracious, and slow to anger, loving and ready to forgive. And the Lord's love is higher than the heavens. And so David affirms, affirms and he removes transgressions as far as the east is from the west. And this is an especially interesting analogy since the north and south are defined points. But east and west are infinite directions. One can only travel north so far until they find themselves traveling south. This is not true of moving east or west. And furthermore, like a father, the Lord has compassion on his children and remembers that they are finite. So unlike man's fleeting life, the Lord's love and righteousness extend from generation after generation to those who obey him. And so he is sovereign. His throne is settled in the heavens and his kingdom holds sway over all. And so in conclusion, Psalm 103 concludes with a call to the Lord, to the Lord's angels and all his creation to praise him. And David addresses his closing words to his soul, commanding his soul to praise the Lord. And one thing I kind of wanted to play real quick, which I found kind of interesting, it's by Max Elcato. It's just a little minute and a half clip. But he talks about how we were made for this moment in time. And I want to play this because there's a lot of people out there that, again, I've often, for the last few days, uh, at least, you know, this week, um, I've been talking about how there's been a lot of people out there that kind of, they just, well, you know, they just, they, they're feeling high levels of hopelessness and despair. And like I said, I'm hearing more and more people in my circles telling me about people that are taking their own lives. And it's really saddening. It's saddening to me because as somebody who had found a loved one uh, who had hung himself, it's a, it's a very, very traumatic thing. So the first thing that my, my mind goes to is, first off, what kind of darkness and disparity were they facing, that person facing mentally in their mind that led them to that, that crazy permanent decision? And then the second thing, the second place that my heart goes to is the people, the person, the one, two, three, however many, you know, but typically it's usually one, it seems, the one individual that finds that person that they know, that they love, that they're friends with, family, whatever. And, and so my heart goes to that person as well that ends up finding that loved one because that is a very devastating thing. And so, and it creates a huge, large ripple effect through the fabrics of the family and through, you know, front circles of friends. And, you know, I tell you, it, that kind of crap is really contagious because before my stepfather had committed, you know, before he took his own life, I should say, um, this was July. I want to say now, let's rewind back. So July, June, May, 
I want to say, yeah, it was right around April, a close friend of the family um, <clears throat> had taken his own life. Good gentleman. His name was Bob. He was an importer, exporter for exotic cars, a guy who made a lot of money. And again, this kind of goes to show you how money, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You know, if you got a dark spot in your heart or in your, in your mind, right, you're feeling despair. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If you feel sad and need hopeless, it's, let me tell you, it's, um, it's one of those things that, you know, the people always think money's going to cure all things. Money will bring you happiness. No, it does not. I'm t- I, I knew men that were very well off, even men that were millionaires. I knew a guy who, um, and I still know him. Um, I have him on my phone yet. In fact, I got to call him. I haven't talked to him in a while, but he used to drive for NASCAR. Very short-lived career, but he drove for NASCAR. And he was sponsored by Culver's and a couple other big names that you guys might be familiar with. But, you know, he, he made a lot of money. He was a millionaire. But he fell into a dark place in his life, and he wanted he wanted to take his own life. He didn't, thankfully, because he had a good supporting wife that that uh, helped him work through his demons, I guess. And um, yeah, you know, he he made it through. But you know, look, the Lord giveth giveth, and the Lord taketh away. I guess you know, and so he fell back to nothing. But you know what? He rebuilt himself up because he knew he had a bigger mission. He had a bigger purpose. And that man is still doing well today. And, you know, it's just these are the things that people don't know about that occur. You hear about it on the news. Maybe you see it on social media. Oh, yeah, this person committed suicide. That's sad. You know, and it ends up being almost almost like a fleeting thought. You, you see it, you think about it, and then it just poof, it goes away. And then life continues on, which it does. And it should continue on because that's what life is supposed to do. Life is supposed to continue on. However, we need to remember that there will come a time where you read the stories and it's about other people until those stories become a reality within your own circles and your own family, then it becomes a nightmare. And it's a nightmare that sometimes you can't, you feel like it doesn't escape, you know, it, it won't ever leave you for, well, sometimes a few years, several years, you know, and as I shared this story about my stepfather, I've had a, some, a, quite a few people reach out to me, which by the way, I have to say the people in my community, or I should say, I, excuse me, in God's community, not my community, it's not my community, it's God's community. But the people in God's community here at this platform, in this channel, here at His Hard Line, and other channels too, this is not just a, it's not like His Hard Line is solely only by God. There's many channels out there that I believe is, you know, anointed by God and it belongs to God. Everything belongs to God for, for that matter. But the community here at this particular channel, I should say, has been such a great community. I love the people here. I was just telling my wife and my mom this yesterday because my mom flew in from Florida to visit us. So she's here for a couple of weeks visiting. But, you know, I said, you know, I tell you, I said, the, first off, the amount of growth that has happened since February on this channel has been just amazing. And I give all the glory to God on that. That's number one. Number two, the quality of people that is over here. And I know there's a lot of radio hosts that say this, like you hear Glenn Beck on his radio show, you hear it on certain podcaster shows. Yeah, I have the best audience. and 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 into their own respect and from their own perspective. Yeah, it's probably very true. They probably do have the best audience. And I'm here to say, I believe I also have the best audience here because you guys are all very, very beautiful souls out there. I've, I've had so much support, so many emails and comments. And I just really appreciate all of you, you know, all the listeners that come and tune in here to really hear me babble on. 
because sometimes I feel like I don't make sense some days, <laughs> but really at the end of the day, you guys are all great. And so I wanted to take a little sidebar and step aside for a minute and say how much I appreciate all of what you guys do by coming here and, and spreading the message by sharing the websites, sharing the podcast, because, you know, I believe the living God is within each and every one of us. And that's not to say that we are God, but I think the living God, as we invite Christ in our heart, which is the main mission here, I think that the living God is living in each and every one of us. And because we are here for such a special time for a specific purpose, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to play this sound clip. Let me play this again. It's by Max Lucado. It's only a minute and a half, but check this out. I found it this morning. I was like, that's pretty fitting for what I'm going to read this morning out of Psalm. So check this out. As I think about the things that I learned in studying Esther, we all have our moments. We all have those times in life in which we were made for that moment. We are in place to fulfill God's will for that moment. So the key is to, is to be faithful, be willing to stand up when needed, to, to pray when needed, and just believe that God will use you at the right time to do the right thing. I think the sovereignty of God was the big takeaway for me that we all need to be reminded that God is weaving together all the threads of human history to create the tapestry that He desires. I think the fact that God's name is never mentioned in the book of Esther makes it all the more intriguing because if you're going through a tough time, you don't sense God's presence. You're searching for God in between the lines. And the Esther story is like that. We're searching for God's movement in between the lines. So I think for somebody who's, who's going through a season of struggle, of uh, calamity like the book of Esther's about, they can relate to it. Absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good message. And that's, I, I wanted to play that because we are here for such a time as this. And I think it was a, um, oh, what's, um, yeah, Scott on Bards FM. He reads, he, so he does, um, he'll, he has a show called Fishers of Men, and it's actually a good show. I like tuning into that. And if anybody was here in a previous couple of shows or read some of the comments or I did a show anyway, anyway, there's a little bit of drama that apparently that kind of took place with people uh, from another show that uh, came over because I happened to, you know, uh, point out a couple of inconsistencies and corrected a couple of statements from uh, his show. But, you know, here's the thing. Again, just so I'm clear, I actually enjoy listening to Bard's FM. I tune into it every so often and because he, he has a good message. But he has a show over there called Fishers of Men. And I, I this is the first time I had ever learned of this. And then I had to do my own research. But in the book of Esther, yeah, it is the only book in the Bible. And I believe it's the 17th book in the Bible. But that is the only book in the Bible that does not mention God. But you could see how God works through each and every one of us. And I was like, wow, I'm like, I had no idea. You know, you, you got all these books in the Bible, but Esther was the one that does not mention God at all. I was like, huh. And so, yeah, I learned that actually from his show, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it is very interesting. And so, I mean, you heard it right there from Max Ocato, too, you know, but we are all placed here. For such a time as this, we all have a mission. And so for anybody out there, here's my point for anybody out there. And it's and there's a reason why we need to give praise to the divine you know, the good, you know, the, the goodness of the divine power of God. We, we all have tough days. We experience those tough days, tough times. I get it. I do too. But again, if you feel any type of sadness, any type of disparity, 
like life is not going your way, you feel like there is so much strife happening in your life, you have to remember, God has you here for a reason. You may not know it. You may not understand it. But when that moment comes, you're going to realize just exactly what your moment, you know, what, what you're supposed to do. And then going forward into that point, when you come to that realization, you have a huge higher sense of purpose. And you start living life differently because you start to realize, oh, okay, I figured out what I'm supposed to do. You know, for the longest time, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. And in my young 20s, you know, when I used to do sales and marketing for the fitness industry, I thought I knew, I thought I had my life figured out, right? As we all do. I thought I knew what my purpose was. I thought I was going to be the greatest and biggest and best nightclub DJ around. I was going to get signed on with a major record label like a couple of friends of mine. One of them, you know, out of Austin, Texas, got signed on with Sony Records. And now he, I think he still travels around with Jason Aldean, as a matter of fact, does, you know, he does country music remixes. It's a really, he's a talented DJ. You might have heard of him, DJ Silver. Um, his name is John Perdue, but he's a great, great. Oh, great remixer, remaster. I mean, the guy is just a musical genius when it comes to mixes and mashups and stuff like that. And that was kind of what I thought my plan was going to be, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get discovered. I'm going to be a big DJ, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, then God led me down a certain path that led me away from the sales and marketing and traveling on the road like I was because I was traveling on the road 365 days a year. I was living hotel to hotel, you know, four, six, eight weeks at a time, different locations. I was all over the map in the U.S. And so I thought I had it figured out and what my life was going to be. And I figured out, you know, what my skills were and what my talents were. And little did I know it was the path that I was trying to go on. That was not the path God wanted me to be on. But he allowed me to stray and do what I do, right? There's a thing called free will. And so I did some learning and soul searching and... I think God finally took his, you know, shepherd's hook, if you will, and was like, okay, it, you've played around enough. Let's let's get you back on path here. And so I think he pulled me back on the path a little bit and said, okay, here's, 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 here's a woman that you're probably going to be marrying if you don't screw this up. And that's now my wife, Katie. And so, you know, she came into my life toward the tail end of my travels. And so what am I, what, what's my point here? So to make a long story short, I reached a lot of pivotal points in my life that was either a left or a right turn kind of moment, right? That fork in the road moment. And then once I started realizing that, okay, apparently DJing is not the path I was supposed to be on. So I started paying attention. Okay, let's figure this part of life out. What am I supposed to do? Well, then lo and behold, we kind of continued through life and we stumbled together, obviously got married continued to stumble together. I got my CDL, became a truck driver. I'm like, okay, this is all I'm going to do now is truck drive. Like I love trucking. Don't get me wrong. Cause I have family members that are truck drivers. I love the truck. I love the smell of diesel when it's burning on a good cold winter day. And that billow of smoke comes rolling past my nose. Mm, man, does that smell good? I love the smell of diesel. But I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this can't be all that I'm supposed to be doing. But then I realized as a truck driver, I had a lot of time on my hands to listen and read and learn and so i did that and then just like i said this past february i got that pressing on my heart you got to do this podcast i had thought about it a year in advance prior to this to, to starting it about 10 months in advance maybe less than that yeah because i felt i felt the calling in may of 2021 
but I didn't act on it. And then February of 2022 came around and I just felt a big nudge in my heart saying, all right, you need to do this, Jason, or I'm going to move and call the next person. And you're just going to be stuck with a wasted talent that I gave you. And that's that. And so I listened and I got the equipment. I set up this channel. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just started building. I had no plans. I had no direction other than I had to do it, but I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, God, I need to make a website. Don't worry about that. Put something up, put some stuff up there, give a basic general idea of what your podcast is about, but don't worry about it. You can refine it and, and tweak it and fix it later. I'm like, okay. Because if you saw the website in the beginning, it probably didn't make sense. And so as I proceeded forward, February turned into March and then April and then May. And as I looked at the analytics and the growth of the podcast, it started doubling every month. Like I would go from, you know, 400 downloads in February, I think it was. Then it reached to like almost, almost eight, 900 in the next month for that month. And then, you know, April rolled around and then the numbers from the previous month doubled again. And then they doubled again in May. And then in June, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, God, you really are working this, this, because that really, that's right there. That's God's doing. That's not my doing. I never had a YouTube channel, even as a DJ, right? Like I never had a huge YouTube channel with a huge following, no matter how hard I tried to get followers and likes and subscribes. I sucked getting that stuff. And when it came to online marketing, I was terrible. I could not get myself, uh, you know, marketed to such a fashion where I could build up a huge following. Like I did great in nightclubs. I had a lot of people that enjoyed, you know, what I did in nightclubs. But for some reason, when it came to YouTube stuff, I was terrible with it. There's a reason for that. It's because that wasn't what my path was. When I came over here from the music side of things to doing podcasts, and let me tell you, excuse me. Had a hiccup there. I never thought in a million years I would ever do a podcast. That was not something I ever really listened to back in my day. It was always music. I was always into music. To me, talk shows sucked. And then again, because I became a truck driver, I started listening more, listening more talk radio and learning. And then that's when I started getting into this somehow. And I here I am. It's July 25th, and I am here doing this podcast. I just looked at some metrics yesterday. It was amazing. Just a few couple weeks ago, I had roughly, because, you know, I got about eh, what, 172, 73. I can't even remember. I don't even really look at the followers because the followers to me, it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but that metric doesn't really mean much to me. But a couple few weeks ago, I looked and um, there's another metric, listeners, right? It doesn't matter how many followers you have, but the listeners. And I looked and I said, yeah, you got like 525 listeners. I'm like, oh, well, wow, that's pretty cool. Then yesterday, just out of the clear blue, I was just curious. I went and looked and it was like almost 900 listeners. I was like, wow, Mike, that certainly jumped up significantly from, you know, 500 and something just a couple weeks ago. That's God's doing right there. And so what's my point? You got to realize that we all have talents and gifts that are gifted, to, that are given to us by God. It is up to us to listen to God's voice and to tap into those talents so that we could serve the purpose that he has for us here on earth. Each time in our lives is a special moment, whether you, if it's a good moment in your mind or a bad moment in your mind. God uses all things for his good, good and bad moments. 
Okay, so you just have to remember to just hear his calling and tap into his special gift, okay, that he gave you. And yes, times are going to be tough. I get it. People are feeling the pinch financially. I know. Affordability of things are kind of becoming a little hard. But fortunately, it seems like fuel's going down. And no, it's not because of Biden. Okay, there's other outside sources that are, that are, that are you know, controlling that. And it's not in this country, unfortunately. But, you know, but fuel around here has dropped about a dollar a gallon or uh, yeah, about a dollar a gallon in Michigan. So that's good. Hopefully it's the same in other areas of the country because, you know, every little bit that we get to keep in our pocket, the better. And again, not to say that we're idle, you know, worshiping my, uh, you know, idol worshiping money. But at the end of the day, people need or have been making some very crazy decisions on whether or not they should fill up their tank or fill up the, you know, fill up the refrigerator. And so the more money we get to preserve in our pockets, the easier decisions become. So just hang in there, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to get better, I promise you. And I don't make promises very lightly. I promise it is going to get better. I happen to know a few things about a few things with a few select individuals that I am not at liberty to talk about. And yes, I know it's so vague and you hate hearing that. I hated hearing that too. But Again, as a man who does not promise things lightly, there is going to be a period here coming here in the near future where life is just going to be abundantly blessed for all of us. We're going to be okay, but we're just, we're going through this storm still yet. So hang in there. Don't let despair creep into your mind. Do not let depression and sadness creep into your mind. Don't let hopelessness and faithlessness seep into the depths of your heart because there's a good time coming ahead for all of us, not just some of us, all of us. Hang in there. And so with that, we're going to do a quick little prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for your time such as this, for placing us here for a time such as this. And we thank you for the many blessings and the many gifts that you give us on a daily basis, like life and the breath inside of our lungs and a beating heart and eyes to see, ears to hear. And thank you for the love of our family members. We thank you for the rising sun and the warmth that it provides us, the green grass that is just beautiful to walk on. We just thank you for all the little things that we often overlook. We thank you for the creature comforts of life like having an air condition to keep us cool during hot days and heat in the winter to keep us warm and food in our cabinets and thank you for just all that you do there are so many things that you give us on a daily basis that we often overlook we often forget and we don't give you enough gratitude for it and so we want to sit here today right now right here and tell you we recognize each and every single thing you give us that makes life easier for us more comfortable for us and we thank you for that and yes we should not forget very important skills like growing a garden and canning food. We do need to preserve good, solid skills because sometimes having too much comfort and convenience can be a curse. It's just a matter of using them properly and always sharpening our sword, if you will, of, you know, sharpening our tools of skills and skill sets. So thank you so very much for all that you do and all that you equip us with. And thank you for this community here at His Heart Line. It's because of you that we have such a great community. And I know it's going to continuously build up because that's what you do. And so, and speaking of a great community, I see we have another one that just dropped in. Rita, good morning. And again, good morning to you, Randall. 
And just we thank you for these for these great souls that come here at His Heartline. I do really appreciate it. And so with all of this, we pray in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that concludes today's reading of Psalm 103. And thank you, Rita. I do. We appreciate you too. I mean, seriously, we, I really appreciate each and every one of you. I, I really do. Because like I was saying earlier, I don't know you weren't here earlier because I know you're in California, so it's probably super early over there. But like I was just saying earlier, you know, the community over here at His Heart Line, just like any community at, at, at other podcasters, right? Like Scott at Bards FM, he's got a great community. I truly believe that. He's got a great community. Um, you know, Glenn Beck Show, he's, I'm sure, got a great community. Well, here, there's a great community that is growing here. And you know what I realized? There's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of crossover from Glenn Beck to Scott at Bards FM and from Bards FM to, you know, the Kilted Christian and to the SGT report and to the X-22 report and, you know, to his hard line. There's a lot of good crossover. And so it's no wonder, it is no wonder we have such a good community because it's all of you out there who are awake and, you know, you, you, you're awake, you're, you're listening to these shows yeah, there's some, you know, there's a couple sour apples sometimes in the bunch, but you know what? By and large, the truther community, the patriot community, the the um, well, most importantly, the Christ following community is the best community in the world, in my humble opinion. And so glad to have all of you here. And so with that, I hope you all have a wonderful day or night wherever you're located in the world. And I hope God spreads many, many blessings in all of your lives. And so with that, I bid you adieu. And we will be back maybe later today. I got to take my wife to get some more blood work done to make sure that, you know, everything is, you know, solid after her surgery. Um, my mom is visiting in town. I might do one more podcast later talking about a thing uh, within our assemblies. It's called the Juro Covenant of Office. It's not going to be a huge long show, but something I wanted to touch on because we are going to be needing more people to get involved with the assembly. And so I want to discuss the importance of what the JCO is, the Juro Covenant of Office. So I'm going to talk about that. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what time, but I'll post it in True Social and on Telegram. It might be later on this afternoon when I get back, um, you know, in the house here. And uh, I do appreciate all your prayers. I tell you, my wife has been so happy to hear, you know, that I've, I've had so many people reach out to me saying, Hey, I posted this on my Facebook cause I don't do Facebook. And they're like, you know, I got a lot of people in my circles are praying for you and your wife. And I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. Tell you what, this is why the community is awesome. You guys are great. And so I hope you all have a great day, great night, wherever you're at in the world. And we will be back a little later. All right. We'll see you then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. our website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates
Faith over fear Oh God is always there when you got faith over fear He'll answer all your prayers So go and tell all the people That the Lord will lead the way I put faith over fear every day I got God in my corner, there ain't a man that could stop me I already gave my soul to him, not the Illuminati Now I got an army of people that's right beside me Heaven over Hollywood, evil can never stop me Media want you nervous, they wanna make you feel worthless The government is a circus, had to fight off these serpents Just to get back to the surface My soul is not for purchase, God's the only one I service I'm his servant Going through hardships in my darkest, I know he gon' take my hand When life get hard, it's like a promise that you gotta trust his plan Even if you don't understand, doesn't happen when you demand It gonna happen when the time ain't right, all your prayers they gon' be answered Have no fear when he near, he gon' take the wheel then he steer When you think he gone, he appear, God he feel when you cry tears They said two weeks to slow the spread, that's turning into five years I don't believe in the devil, God the only one I fear Faith over fear Oh, God is always there when you got faith over fear. He'll answer all your prayers. So go and tell all the people that the Lord will lead the way. I put faith over fear every day. Yeah, I got faith over fear. Only one I fear is God. We all make mistakes and we all have flaws Wasn't following his laws, that's when I was so lost I'd never sell my soul for a cost When I thought I'd be better off dead I heard a voice in my head All the tears that I shed, all the blood that I bled I kept my faith strong, people laid off Just for not complying, everything I prayed for It came forward, God showed me the light Ay, I never question the vision I'm giving And I never question the journey I never question the blessings and lessons he sent it, So I never worry, this is bigger than a song This is my testimony to my family that's gone and to all my dead homies I'm putting y'all on my back, even when times get bad Won't forget where I came from, God brought me to where I'm at Hey, the devil is a lie, only trust the most high I got love for both sides, matter of fact, there is no sides Jimmy Faith over fear Oh, God is always there when you got faith over fear He'll answer all your prayers, oh, go and tell Fit.